0: All right. you hear me all right? There you are. I feared you would never return to me. Yeah, sorry about that. I was uh, running errands this morning and the, like I'm turning into like a crotchety old man. It's <laughs> because I think... running errands this morning and like I went to the faxing place because I had to fax something. went to the faxing place that's near my house. And they're closed for like three or four days to decorate for the holiday season, their store. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. Like I, I had one, I needed to fax this as soon as possible. So I was like, crap, it's closed. And then I was also thinking it's like, it's October 24th. Like, can you wait a little bit? Like, it's over two months away like the major holidays. I, I don't know. It is the crotchety old man coming out of me yeah. just like thinking about that. <clears throat> but I was like, yeah, I, I understand like needing a whole day or two to decorate your store and stuff, even though your store is like the size of a small restaurant. I get it. I'm also, <clears throat> okay, here's more crotchety old Brandon. Half of your shop is like kind of a, like novelty gift shop then the other half is a faxing slash like package drop off drop off place how much do you have to decorate like shouldn't it just be hanging up a few things here and there maybe a christmas tree and that's about it i don't know i i had some some gripes with it because it's like all that should take one day that shouldn't take four days sorry that's a. Uh, it's my spiel this morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I get that. Like, because c- Christmas stuff, every time it starts popping up, annoys me a little bit. And maybe that's just because I worked at TJ Maxx for a year. and Oh,
2: yeah.
0: And then
1: I also uh, had at least, like, two Christmas seasons working at a gas station in my life. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, you know, it's... It's it's one of those things. Where it's like for, for me, I connect Christmas decoration to like to jobs that I completely hated.
0: Yeah, that that makes complete sense. And <clears throat> with this place, I know half of it is a novelty shop, but it's like it's a small portion of it. Like most of it is the packaging and faxing place. To where I equate the level of decoration for this to like. The amount of decoration you would do at a gas station or something for the holidays like yeah some stuff here and there but you don't have to go all out like it, it's like i don't know i just thought it was so weird that like sure take off a day maybe two two seems like a lot for the amount of decoration that is needed yeah but like four days like closing to decorate the small place i was just like what the heck man I don't know. That was old crotchety Brandon. And then because of that, I went to UPS to get them to fax it that worked. And then I was like, I'm so hungry. I need to eat something before the podcast. So dumb decision went to Taco Bell. That's not the best idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see like two or three hours, how well that goes for me. Um, but, uh, Yeah, I I was pulling up and a car like cut me off and like pulled up in the drive through in front of me. Uh, So already I was like, what the heck? Like that car like nearly hit me to cut me off to pull in front of me. And at this point, it's like 1058 roughly. It's like, okay, breakfast is still on for a couple more minutes. Yeah. He takes forever. He or she. I don't know. They take forever in ordering and stuff by the time they're still there and i see one of the employees walk out of the taco bell restaurant and they're going to change the sign and i'm like no no come on man go go (laughs) like go ahead before he starts changing the sign no Uh, that sucks yeah it was quite infuriating so i had to pick up one of their lunch stuff which i like taco bell for the breakfast more than the lunch so yay
1: yeah, well, hey, you know what? It might have been a bad morning, but at least we're transitioning into a, a better afternoon.
0: Yes. Hopefully.
1: Because yes. we're doing crossover chicken today.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um. So, welcome to Storebrand <sighs> Comics, everybody. And I'm Tio, and with me is special guest, crotchety old Brandon.
0: Yes, crotchety old Brandon here, who is basically, throughout my morning, it wasn't just that, there were a couple other incidences that I won't go into, but like, as i was finishing my morning i was like oh my gosh am i turning into like larry david from curb your enthusiasm because <laughs> there were so many things where it's like i feel like larry david in that show would do this i was like oh no
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's just the, it's, the the thing is our our generation maybe not physically but spiritually we are turning into elderly people way faster than any other generation i think has
0: oh yeah like <clears throat> i love elderly people but some of them can be like frustrating to deal with yeah we are going to be like intolerable our generation yeah. like when we're older
1: we're just we're all like i've been a 65 year old man since i was 16 years old like that's, <laughs> that's that's never something i've been like shy about displaying
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like, <clears throat> a lot of people at my church or or even just like random strangers I've talked to, like, I've heard this a lot that like, oh, you're like, like a old soul in a young body and stuff. And it's like, I see that is a compliment. But I have a feeling in like 20 years, it's gonna be bad for me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be, being an old soul, ain't you know, all it's cracked up to me be because it's, yeah. it, on the surface it's a, you know, it's it sounds like, "Oh, you're so mature." And it's like it's just a polite way of saying like, "Oh, goodness, you have like your mind is aged." Like, <laughs> yeah. like you you have experienced some psychologically unhealthy things and developed really bad coping mechanisms. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: but yeah, other than that, <clears throat> it's been a good morning. We're going to have a good morning. Uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be all good, folks.
1: Yeah, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right, because that's just life. Even if you die, it'll be all right. Yes. <laughs> that's the uh, Those are the lyrics to the theme song for Dungeons and Daddies.
0: Oh, I gotcha. I figured it was a theme song or a song to something. Yeah. I just didn't yeah. know
1: it. All right, by Maxton Waller.
0: Good song. Nice.
1: Yeah, I personally or, prefer it to the second season theme song, even though the second season theme song is also really good. But that just tells you how 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 really good the the first season theme song is.
0: Yeah, yeah. or or uh, the every little thing is going to be all right. The the Bob Marley song.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. So. For the listeners, today we're doing an episode format called Crossover Chicken. Now, here's what happens. um, For those who are unfamiliar, Uh, Crossover Chicken is where me and Brandon have each selected uh, one existing property, one existing franchise or thing that we enjoy, um, but neither of us has told the other what we have chosen. And so what we're going to do is we're going to reveal to each other right here, right now on the podcast, um, what we chose. And with zero preparation, other than our existing knowledge of the things that we like, um, we are going to try and see if we can make a workable crossover between the two properties. Yes. Um, This has mostly gone well in the past. Uh, There was only once... Where uh, I called a veto on one thing, where I came up with something that didn't suit the episode and I changed gears for what I chose. Um,
0: it was mostly because <clears throat> a lot of the characters that Teo really loved in that franchise would likely die in it.
1: Yeah, and I didn't want to have to describe that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've done such incredible crossovers as. Uh, Saw Spice and Wolf uh, also known as Saw and Wolf I think is what I called that episode. Yeah. Um Walter White versus Frankenstein's monster uh, yes. which I think I called Frankenbad or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um and then uh um we've only done 3 of these, right?
0: Yeah, just 3.
1: then the third one was uh The Purge Colon Academy City. A crossover between The Purge and uh, a certain magical index. Yes. So today we're going to find out what our uh, little crossover is. Now I need to be uh, like up front with this, Brandon. I've been okay. wrestling with like four different properties all week as to like what I'm going to bring to the table here. And I think I've got maybe two that... Um, I would bring to this, but uh, uh, I do kind of have like one of them as a backup in case what you pick is not suitable for my first choice.
0: That's actually perfect, because I'm in the same boat. I have uh, one that I am going to say, and then one as a backup. Mm The One as a backup is a horror, but I was like, ah, I've been doing a bunch of horror. I'll I'll switch it up.
1: Now, fortunately for me, Brandon plays on the white side of the chessboard, so I always have him go first. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I have the advantage of never telling anyone which one is the backup and which one's the first choice. Yeah. So, I seem like less of a coward no matter what I choose. <laughs> uh, whereas, Brandon, if he has to pick a backup, uh, he has to verbally back out and let everybody know what a big chicken he is.
0: Yeah. I'd be like, oh no, I can't do this. Well, there we go. That's
1: the chicken aspect of crossover chicken. I think we finally figured out what that means. Yeah, there we go. Um,
0: reasons for this, people.
1: Yeah, yeah. It just takes us like four tries to figure out what the heck our titles even <laughs> mean. Um, <laughs> All righty. So, Brandon, as is tradition, go ahead and give me your. Uh, franchise first.
0: Alright. <clears throat> so the franchise I chose, like I mentioned, I'm trying to go away from horror, at least with this episode. Um, I mean, it could always turn into a horror thing, but you never know. The franchise I chose is James Bond 007. Okay. Everyone knows what who James Bond is or 007. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have to explain that.
1: Bond names the James. Yes, James. <laughs> John's Bond is having a strong. Somebody called the Bondulance. You've seen that, right? You've seen that meme. No. Of someone, uh, uh, like it's 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 the classic James Bond introducing himself scene. Like, yeah, yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> like, but when he introduces himself, he says, hmm, the "Bond's name, the James name," and the person's like. What? (laughs) Bond names the James. They're like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Please, John's Bond's having a strong, somebody call the (laughs) (laughs) Bondulance. James Bond's just having a stroke in the middle of introducing himself. It's just I don't know. I don't know why I find that so funny. But um all right, just in case there's someone who isn't familiar with 007. What, okay,
0: so so what yeah, it? 007, it's basically you have this <clears throat> secret agent who uh is a part of MI6, which is like British CIA basically. Um and he goes on all these missions that saves the world, basically, or, or saves uh, England, like all, all these different missions. And a lot of times it can be like crazy villains that he's facing, um, where a lot of villains that like in comedy movies and stuff, a lot of villains are just parodied or based off of James Bond villains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because some of them are so over the top, but uh, as as time has went along, like the Daniel Craig Bond movies are more grounded, but yet still feels like a James Bond movie, because basically with the Bond movie, James Bond has to go on this mission by MI6 and uh, pretty much save the day. And in the middle of it, he meets a woman. They, they have good time. Bond and woman have good time. Yeah. Uh, sometimes woman betrays them, sometimes woman dies. sometimes they just go their separate ways. If, if uh,
1: anyone wants a good example of that refrigerator joke me and Brandon made in the last episode um, like of where, of where we got that joke from, lo- look at a James Bond female character. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they're... look look at any any like James Bond woman and if she dies in the movie that's that's friggin.
0: Yeah, which which with most of the early ones it's just like, oh, we got to show that he's a ladies man and we just got to show like oh he 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 gets it all the time like it, yeah. it's it's to show how cool James Bond is, and but then it's... as it progresses like yeah there are some where like they die and there there's only like. There's, there's that three. one where he
1: gets like married and then retires and then like yeah. right at the end of the movie she gets like shot up in a drive-by.
0: Yeah, that guy was only James Bond once in that movie, but that one very much is like an example of of fridging. And then there's like one maybe two other examples that come close to fridging, but it's almost like because there's one that I have in mind where. It affects James Bond, but it doesn't affect them that much. <laughs> it's Like she's dead, and like he's not like distressed or anything. The rest of the movie is just like, oh no, she died. It's like okay, on oh, with no. the mission.
1: The fun time, <laughs> the fun time, isn't going to be as fun with her now.
0: Yeah, because it's over, but and then like dead. the by the next mission or by the next movie, he's like, oh yes, found a new woman. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the old one. It.
1: The old one was cold by the time I got back to her. So. Mm
0: yeah and, and with James bond he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't know these women's names he probably just says like hey baby hey hey, woman get over here yeah.
1: gives her a pat on the butt
0: yeah says oh my thing. gosh hold on let me <clears throat> let me look something up I want to make sure I don't mess this up because uh, if I told some you... of the women
1: <laughs> if I told you I liked that dress would you take it off and dance around a little yeah <laughs>
0: i have to look this up because like some of the even in the older bond especially in the older bond movies like some of the women's names were just like so like what like oh i remember one it was a uh pussy galore
1: i was about to ask isn't there literally a woman named pussy galore and
0: yeah pussy galore is one um (laughs) i'm trying to think there's other ones that are like not as bad, but it's like okay, yeah. You're just doing. There's a uh, Honey Rider, that's uh, one of the girls. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of more because there's so many like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> type names.
1: I can just, I can just imagine like the the like in the writers' room or the production team or something. being like, Daryl, we gotta talk to you about this character. What? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Wait, which, which one? The the girl. Yeah? What about her? Her name. Yeah? Read this out for me. Out loud. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Pussy Galore. <laughs> Alright, now, you hear that, right? Yeah? You understand what's wrong with it?
0: Um... Oh my god. <laughs> is,
1: is it too descriptive of her role in the movie? Yeah, we could say that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through some of these names. I, holy crap, I forgot that there were this many of them. I I gotta. I know this is kind of off track. I have to read through these because it's so insane. Yeah. So one uh, is Octopussy. Yep, yep. Um, that that's one. that's the name of the movie. And yeah, I'm assuming the woman God. as well. Oh, uh, then you have another uh, BB Doll. It's D.A.H.L. BB oh, Doll. Okay, BB Doll. Oh,
1: like Baby Doll?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Holly Goodhead. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. How did they get away with this stuff?
0: And this is all, like, 60s to 80s. Like, all of these are basically that time. Um, That one's not that bad. Let me see. Mary Goodnight. Okay,
1: yeah, that one's, you know, that sounds like a comic book character.
0: Yeah, yeah. But in the lens of James Bond, it's like, oh... What are you meaning by good night? Uh, let me see. Dr. Christmas Jones. What? That's not that, but that's weird. But that that's sounds a, like a bond name. Anyway. Like yeah, yeah. But yeah, those are some more examples of just like, oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> Ugh, oh boy. Holly Goodhead. That one. Was- <laughs> That's
2: the one that gets me.
1: Like that was really like, that would that would rides the line between like blatant and like naive.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that that had to. They did that on purpose. That was like nineteen. Yeah,
1: they had to. They had to have done that on purpose.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Those stoner yeah, I was riders on the payroll. <laughs> Those stoner writers being like, <laughs> James Bond has all these names like pussy galore. <laughs> i <I'm> good head. <laughs> Be with some butthead head
1: in the writer's room.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> James Bond is a bad franchise. Why are we
0: doing <laughs> No, no, no. See, see, the reason I bring it up is if it goes in the comedy route, we can like. Not destroy the old James Bond movies, but kind of play on them some. If it doesn't go that route, we can go with the good James Bond stuff, which is the more modern day James Bond stuff.
1: Well, the one that I have picked is distinctly not funny, so we might not be going the comedy route. This That's, fine. That's fine. We're probably going to tell our usual jokes because
2: yeah,
0: yeah,
1: we don't, we can't really go an episode without joking around. But uh, yeah, uh, as far as what the actual story is going to end up being, it's probably going to be a bit more straight faced because what i have chosen for today is something that actually might not be too hard to blend into the 007 universe um and that is uh fate i have chosen the fate franchise um now for listeners who are wondering this is this is a franchise i've brought up before and i actually. I've been planning to do a T.O. Explains episode on it for a while. I just haven't had the time to sit down and do uh, the proper research. Um, but, um, so for for the Fate franchise, it is a Japanese franchise. It started as, bear with me. It started as an erotic dating sim visual novel in Japan. Oh no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. It, Like they, they went, they, they went legit. Later on, don't worry. Um, <laughs> uh, but it turned into like this big like f- multimedia fantasy franchise um, after that. like they started releasing I think like a uh, like censored versions of the original visual novel, like you know non hentai versions basically. Um, yeah. And so what the what the story of the original visual novel is is it's called Fate's Day Night. And it is about um, a boy named Shiro Emiya, uh, who was adopted by a mage when he was young after this mage saved his life from a fire. Um, and Shiro has been slowly learning how to use uh, magecraft himself, but he's not very good at it. And things in general aren't looking good for him in terms of his magical education because his adopted father died some time ago. Um, And uh, then, all of a sudden, he witnesses something he shouldn't have, nearly gets killed for it, and ends up accidentally summoning a heroic spirit as a servant to fight in the Holy Grail War. Um, And this Holy Grail War is something where seven mages are all selected by the Holy Grail to summon uh, heroic spirits as their servants to help them fight for the holy grail in basically a seven-way free-for-all um and these heroic spirits are all uh basically um amalgamated uh i guess manifestations of the legends and myths told about heroes in our past who may or may not have existed
2: okay um
1: for example Uh, Summonable servants include King Arthur, Heracles, Gilgamesh, Medea of Colchis, Kukulain, um, uh, Mordred the Traitor, uh... and
0: James Bond.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, hey, you know, going down the literary route, uh, Frankenstein's monster, William Shakespeare, um, the creator of the Golem, whose name typically escapes me. I think Avi Sabrone is what they call him. Uh, Vlad the Impaler, Estolfo of Charlemagne, uh, Semiramis. Like, just a lot. A lot of servants are summonable through yes. this Holy Grail thing. And so the Fate franchise has gotten so big, in fact, that um, there are multiple like sub-franchises associated with it now. For example, Fate Stay Night is just the core franchise that has received uh three separate anime adaptations at this point um one for each storyline path within the visual novel um two full tv shows and one trilogy of movies that i still need to see i am not allowed to die until i have seen those three movies otherwise i'll become a vengeful spirit uh (laughs) Like I, I cannot, I cannot let my life go by without seeing the Heaven's Field trilogy. I just can't. Um, but anyway, that's that's something that's something very personal for me because uh, I really like the Fate franchise. It's one of my favorite, like all time, anime franchises that I've ever seen. And there's even video games too. There's you know, uh, you know, video games that cover like. Alternate timelines as well. There are anime series that you know cover like what if the Holy Grail War instead of uh, just seven mages in Japan fighting over it was fourteen mages from across the world uh, teaming up on two opposite sides and and you know seven mages to a side and then everyone summons a servant so there's a grand total of twenty eight named characters participating in this holy grail war that's not how it ended up going down um one side like severely downplayed the importance of the mages yeah because at that point i think everybody knows that like we're here to see the cool servants fight because fate is like the ultimate anime version of like who would win in a fight between these legendary heroes
0: yeah yeah that so, like
1: sense. fate apocrypha in america at least is netflix exclusive but um it's a really good like alternate timeline fate story where you get to see like fourteen legendary heroes. Actually, it comes up to a uh, sixteen legendary heroes when you take the two leader servants into account. Um, but yeah, it's like the, a lot of legendary heroes all involved in this one battle, each like with their own various interpretations of their stories coming into play as they fight across uh, all of Romania, basically. Um, so fate, fate can be big. It can be small. It can be medium. Um, it all depends on which specific timeline you're going for. So I guess for the purposes of crossing over with James Bond, um, I want to say the apocrypha lineup probably fits best. I gotcha. Which is the one with fourteen summoned servants? Okay. So, all right. So MI6 has learned that there's something weird going on in Romania. Yes. The Marlies were dead to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) And... James Bond just got done uh, sleeping with a woman or something.
2: Yeah.
0: Sorry, hang oh, on. Oh. Um,
1: the, 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 uh, it started. We started now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, he, he had good night and he was like, oh, that was a nice night, babe. I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming, I'm just going to go Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was a nice night, babe. Gives her a slap on the butt. Now get up here!
0: No, I won't take
1: a card fair.
0: Oh, and and one more thing, you might want to go get tested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a man whore, in case you didn't know. Yeah, in case you didn't know,
1: I I tend to.
0: I find girls
1: everywhere I go, but I only seem to leave women behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's I a really have. gross way of phrasing it, but okay.
0: <laughs> probably have children all over the globe. Yes. Oh so well.
1: Why are you still here? <laughs> I'm not making your breakfast.
0: If anything, you should be making me breakfast. Yeah. You're the woman.
1: That's true, that's true. Yes. Get in the kitchen. If you're staying, if not, get out. Don't talk back or I'll wrap you in the mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he has, it has a nice morning waking up, lady leaves his room because that's what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want true companionship. Ah.
1: I like my I like my coffee like I like my men hot and black and up my butt. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to cut that one out. <laughs> I definitely have to cut that one out.
0: As crazy as it sounds, I'm now imagining like shooting a coffee enema up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hot. Oh, oh. oh. Barnes. <laughs> All
1: right. So. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that one.
0: No, that's fine. So, <laughs> yeah. As she's leaving, Bond gets a little call on his TV or his, his watch or whatever. It's like. Bond, this is M. We we have an emergency. There appears to be these these <laughs> these literary and, and godlike figures battling.
1: <laughs> um I think they all right, so <clears throat> because all right, so mages try to keep Grail Wars discreet.
0: Okay.
1: Um so I think there would be some weird happenings in Romania, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly how many witnesses there would be. It's been—I uh, probably should have rewatched <laughs> Apocrypha or something, or at least a few episodes of it. I didn't have a whole lot of time this weekend, though.
0: <laughs> I gotcha. Um, but yeah,
1: um, but yeah, I think yeah they kept things mostly discreet as discreet as they could um, for that one. I gotcha. But yeah, but there was, de- there'd definitely be like reports of some weird goings on. There were definitely some weird murders happening across the, the country at that time. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because one of the summoned servants for that one was Jack
0: the Ripper.
2: Oh, okay.
0: So <clears throat> we believe there to be a Jack the Ripper copycat in the modern day. Oh, that just that grinds my gears. Yes. He he slays my pets. He slayed so many so many pretty women back in the day. I w I wasn't born, but oh, it just boils my blood that I couldn't sleep with them and he just slayed them.
1: With every single one of them.
0: I I just have to do something about this. I have to make sure all the women stay alive in this world because my number one goal is to sleep with every woman.
1: Regardless of sexual orientation. Yes. (laughs) I'll find a way.
0: (laughs) I've wore plenty of wigs and I can pull off a hot woman. I can look like a hot woman, yes.
1: Yes, yes. Consent is a foreign word, as far as I'm concerned. What can I say? I'm a man from the sixties seventies.
0: Yeah, it's okay to, to get them a little loosened up with some some nice uh uh some nice drinks. Yes. No
1: means yes and get lost means take me on yours.
0: <laughs> They're just playing hard to get.
1: Yeah. It's all a game, it's all a game. They all want me. They all love me. They all love the Bond. The Bondster. Jimmy Bond is what they used to call me in college. That's not like a that's not like relevant to to my plans. It's just a nickname I had. <laughs> really common one at that, Jimmy.
2: Oh, there goes
0: old Jimmy Bond. (laughs) (laughs) There goes old Jimmy Bond to the next dorm room to spread the love and also the STDs, but spread the love.
1: Mostly the love. The love was the goal.
0: I got kicked out of college.
1: (laughs) Can you believe it?
0: I created... Through all my sexual escapades, I created an STD. I didn't mean to, it just happened.
1: A new super STD. They named it after me. (laughs) I'm hanging up now. I'm sick of listening to you talk. (laughs) James, you've been the one, click.
0: <laughs> that M is quite the chat to
1: Oh, to give him a him or her, I don't know M's gender, actually, because I don't really it's, watch a whole lot of It YouTube.
0: depends on the timeline. Depends <laughs>
1: on the timeline, and this one I'll say it's a man. I'll have to give him a wedgie the next time I see him that big nerd. <laughs> I forget—is M the one that was played by Judy Dench? Yes. Never mind, that's my boss. I won't wedgie him.
0: Yes, I, I in the sixties. I'm I'm quite old, but I still look pretty good. In the sixties, M was a guy, but now uh, Dame Judy Dench is my boss, yes. and I just call her M.
2: Yes, or Ce- mommy. Cele-
1: celebrated veteran actress G- Dame Judy Dench is my boss, so yes. I need to treat him with respect.
0: <laughs> but I call her M for short. M stands for mommy.
2: <laughs> oh, that's perfect.
1: M stands for mommy, not madam.
0: Mommy.
1: Mommy. So James Bond uh, gets dressed. He visits... Is Q the gadget guy?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, he visits Q. Q supplies him with his gadgets.
0: Ah, Q. I see you're in your little tinkering chamber. Just tinkering away at my nice gadgets. Isn't that great? I get to drive around in this Ashton Martin, and here you are, in this basement, getting no women. Life is grand, ain't it, Q?
1: Q just looks at Bonnie's like, You don't know anything about my personal life. We don't hang out outside of work. I could be getting as many women as I like. You'd never know. We're not friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, You don't even know my actual name. You don't know my name. He's like, Of course I do. It's Q. That's a code name. What? No. Well, no. Your name's Q. I'm Q. No, J-
1: James, we use code names. What? You've been giving people a code name in the field right uh... <laughs> please tell me you haven't been introducing yourself as James Bond
0: well you see I, I don't I don't just say hey I'm James Bond I say bond James Bond so so it, it tricks them up maybe they think my name is Bond James Bond J- James no <laughs> <laughs>
1: James, plenty of people introduce themselves last name first.
0: Well, you're a big nerd. What do you have for me today, <laughs> nerd? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh goodness! So, what would be some good um, objects for this? That uh, let's see here. Well, James, here's a paperweight that doubles as a uh, 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 (laughs) a rock (laughs) that you (laughs) can throw at people and beat them in the head.
0: (laughs) Perfect. You know, this this is perfect, but it it makes me wonder, how long did it take you to make this? Aren't you getting paid a lot of money?
1: (laughs) Q moves on without addressing it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And our next item.
1: Now, this might look like an ordinary pen but it can write any secret code you need it to write provided you already know the code
0: oh shit it's genius
1: it can also write any language you know
0: oh, you just have to great.
1: you just have to use your fingers to move it along the page
0: oh so if you're 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 telling me if i can learn Like Japanese. It will write Japanese. Yes. As long as I move my fingers with it.
1: Yes. As long as as long as you move your fingers in the configuration of the letters that you're trying to write, then
0: yes. Goodness, this is remarkable, man. I'm so sorry I said all those awful things about you and you being a nerd loser. Goodness, (laughs) this is awesome.
1: I love the idea that Q has nothing for him, so he just has a fine (laughs) word. Which is incredible. So, all I have to do is learn Japanese, and then I can use this pen to write in Japanese?
0: Precisely, James. Goodness, man. You deserve a bonus.
1: The pen truly is mightier than the sword. <laughs> Speaking of which, James, here's a sword. <laughs> oh, what
0: can it do? It you kills people with them. It kills people. people.
1: You swing it, He's swing it like a weapon. Goodness, man.
0: This is this is fantastic. I've been I've been killing people with guns this whole time.
1: Incredible. Ow, the edges of it are sharp. What the heck? <laughs> That's how it works, James. It cuts people.
0: It cuts, so it cuts I can I can cut cut me?
1: <laughs> yes, it cuts anyone who touches the edges.
0: Could it um, kill me?
1: Yes, James. If someone swings it at you, it can kill you.
0: Oh, my goodness. This is this is both great and terrifying.
1: Ugh. Certainly more so, terrifying than my guns. My guns would so, never turn on
0: me. <laughs> so you're telling me if I swing it at myself, it's going to kill me? Yes, James. Yes.
1: That's, That's just truly a double-edged sword. Yes, it's literally a double edged sword, James.
0: Goodness. I, I'll I'll keep it, but my guns, they this just would never happen. I I've tried pointing my i <laughs> I've tried pointing my gun at myself before, but it just turns away. It won't do it. Yeah.
1: It's like it's afraid of me.
0: I'll have to whip this sword into shape, show it who to respect. My guns respect me; they they never turn on me. But the sword needs to know who's the boss.
1: Yeah, teach us, iron who's boss, who's in charge here.
0: James, is there anything else you need? Like 008 is coming in in a little bit. So Double Who Eight, James. You're double of seven. Do do you think there's not other numbered agents? you think we just did... We we skipped one through six, and we gave you seven, and we didn't do anything beyond seven.
1: I figured that it just took you six tries to get it right.
0: James, take these items. Please leave. And I was going to say, God have mercy on your soul, but I... I can't bring myself to say that today. Have a good day, James—or not. I don't care.
1: (laughs) She around, Q? You big nerd?
0: (laughs) Q's just like whispering to himself. One of these days, I'm gonna rig that stupid Aston Martin to blow up while he's driving.
2: (laughs) So. (laughs)
1: to drive to Romania. I can drive to Romania from England, I'm sure. (laughs) So he drives to Romania from (laughs)
2: England.
0: Yeah, it just shows a montage of him driving there. And each each time it shows him, there's like a new girl in the passenger seat, basically. (laughs)
1: And he makes it through Romania, and he's like, all right, this is as far as you go, honey.
0: Get out. Get.
1: There, get, get, get out of my car. We're,
0: we're in the middle of nowhere, James. There's no, like, civilization or anything. I should get out.
1: You're pretty enough. I'm sure you'll get a ride. <laughs> I picked you up hitchhiking on the side of the road. Someone else will. <laughs>
0: You certainly had the endurance last night. I think you can have the endurance this morning. (laughs) Hits the ejector seat button. (laughs) There
1: we go. Finally, some peace and quiet. (laughs) She wouldn't stop. She wouldn't stop (laughs) shutting her ear off all night. So he's in Romania in a remote village with a castle nearby. Um,
0: I need to blend in and look like the locals. So he buys a tuxedo. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) There we go. That's just nice. What it is is like he was already wearing a tuxedo and he just goes and buys one that looks nearly identical. He's like, oh, yes. Fit right in.
1: Just a common man. I fit right in with all the locals. It's just people (laughs) in normal clothes. Yeah. (laughs) He's walking through town and then Alright, so now this is the part where it goes from a James Bond parody to (laughs) to the actual crossover because now he's got to start seeing more elements that are recognizable. Yeah, yeah. So he's walking by he sees a young woman who looks like she's roughly like 18 or 19 years old chasing a cat around on all fours. Oh,
0: jackpot.
1: (laughs) Just my kind of crazy.
0: Uh, I, I was going to say a joke, but it'd have to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> She's not the only one chasing poop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Caught my breath. (laughs) But as the young woman is chasing a cat around on all fours outside of a restaurant while a muscular man in a jacket and shades is talking on the phone with someone Uh, sitting at like an outdoor table at this restaurant. It's one of those fancy cafes with like the well not fancy, but like it's one of those little European cafes with outdoor seating.
0: Yeah, yeah. Understand.
1: That's in everything that takes place in Europe. Yeah. Um. So that's the that's the first thing that that Bond James Bond um would notice. Yeah. Upon entering town.
0: (laughs) Excuse me, Miss. Let me help you. Gosh, <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from the joke. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Let me help you with your cat.
1: Um, to which the young woman probably stands up and responds, like, "Hey, I was, I was having fun with the cat. What are you doing?"
0: I thought you were trying to catch it.
1: I was just chasing it around. To
0: catch it, right?
1: No, well, a little, maybe.
0: Well, I caught it. What do I get?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you get? You get a cat, I guess.
0: (laughs) Uh, I, I don't want just a regular cat.
1: And so then, at this point, she probably notices the tuxedo.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> She's like he's some Wait, kind what? of fancy guy or something.
0: No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm with the people. This is my, my common dressing.
1: <laughs> common clothes, common everyday clothes. And she'd be oh, like, right? uh huh. And then the guy at the table would probably call out to her, like, hey, we gotta go, as he hangs up his phone and they take off.
0: Wait, 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 where where are you going? Come on, you're gonna leave with him
1: after I caught your cat for you.
0: <laughs> this this just isn't right. I do a good deed and I get nothing in return from a fine lady as you. This just isn't. Oh, my blood is boiling.
2: <laughs> Listen.
0: This is how it was in the 60s. I do a good deed for woman, woman, do something for me.
1: Listen, girlie, yeah, I wrote it, at least a kiss on the cheek.
0: <laughs> kiss on the cheek or the cat gets it.
1: Plus off, old man.
2: <laughs> kiss on the cheek or the cat gets it. <laughs> What a thing to say! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, James Bond just help, like not even helps, but gets the cat. Expect something in return, which he doesn't deserve or anything. That's not. It's not how it works. you just do a good deed, and then <laughs> if the good deed doesn't happen. it's like okay, well, I'm going to make the situation worse. I'm going to kill the cat.
1: Kiss <laughs> on the cheek of the cat. Guess cat so then James Bond goes to his safe house cat in hand
0: yes
1: (laughs) this is his cat now Yeah, I guess you're mine I caught you fair and square that means I own you that's the way it works with women that's the way it works with cats
0: (laughs) I won't bother with the name just like I won't bother with the women so you're just going to be cat
1: you're just going to be cat Just like every woman I meet is a woman or babe.
0: Or sweet cheeks, and I ain't talking about on her face. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh.
1: Or uh, thunder thighs in some instances. (laughs) A good pair of thighs can make up for a lack of a chest, you know. (laughs) Honey is another one I go to, which weirdly enough, that was actually one of their names. Yes. But I didn't call her that because I remembered it was her name. (laughs) (laughs) So James
0: Bond at his
1: safe house.
0: Anyway, you talk.
1: Cat. (laughs) (laughs) Tosses it out the window. You talk too much, Pat. quit chatting my hair off.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think here.
2: <laughs> so he sets up at his safe house
1: um, and starts. Doing an investigation, he's like, "Now I just have to wait for someone in town to get murdered."
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh.
0: So guess while I'm Uh. guess while I'm waking or waiting, I can go on the the night chain and check out the women of this this nice town.
1: All right. So I've got it. While <laughs> while he's going out on the town uh rooting in the mud for truffles. <laughs> um he does meet one woman in particular. Long brown hair, wears uh I think a green shirt. Um dang it dude, I wish I had uh I wish I had easy access to a web browser right now. Um so, um, I've got the uh, the perfect person for um, James Bond, the Womanizer, to run to run. Into. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: while he's out on the while he's shopping on the streets, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he he meets a he meets a woman, a pretty woman. She's and she's not from around here. He can tell. <laughs> because she's not white
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's Japanese um, the character in question is named Reika Rikudo or just, uh, just Reika
0: yes it seems like Q's pen will come in handy quicker than I thought yes. I can learn Japanese
1: yes Dama Rikuto for teaching me Japanese, <laughs> you want to see my pen?
0: <laughs> you want to see my bigger pen?
1: It is just—it just actually is a bigger pen. Yeah,
0: that's what I was thinking. <laughs> this one's an inkwell
1: pen. It's not a ballpoint, which means I have to dip this one in ink.
0: My loser nerd friend Q gave it to me. He's a dork. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm not a dork. I've
1: had sex with so many women.
0: <laughs> Q probably has never had. Yeah. Q's probably
1: a dork all his time working on his gadgets
0: his, his like a uh, watch or like earpiece like rings is like James your your transmitter has been on this entire time I've heard everything oh are you there I, Brandon? I, I, can you hear me
1: shoot I just lost you uh, righty um so I probably shouldn't have left the web page open that I got that name off of.
0: Oh, uh, I gotcha. Because
1: um, it came from a fandom wiki, and you know how those always have like a ton yeah, of ads yeah, and things. Always yeah, happen. yeah. So yeah, um. <clears throat> so, yeah, but but Reika is the name of the woman that um he meets. And she's she's Japanese. He's like, oh, what are you? In town far. The, the name is Bond. James Bond nailed it. Yes. And it's anything like gotta come up with a code name. Come up with a code name. <laughs> James Bond. Nice. She introduces herself as Reka. they headed off for a bit. Um, but then, as, uh, the conversation goes on, um, uh, a little girl comes running outside from inside a, a nearby shop, calling Rekha, Mommy.
0: Oh gross. oh, gross. You have kid. a kid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, this changes everything.
1: I'm not ready to, I, I'm ready to be a daddy, but not house. Not in that way. Call me in fifteen years. (laughs) Gross. That's gross. (laughs) But the, yeah, so the introduction of Reka and her daughter here is um, important for something that will happen later. Okay. So, James Bond's like, I can overlook the fact that you have a child.
0: Just for tonight, I think. Just, can just for this.
1: tonight. And she's like, no, nah, I'm busy tonight.
0: Well, so was I. I was busy too.
1: I've got like, A ton of other women lining up at my door
0: like if you were gonna say hey let's let's go sleep tonight i was gonna be like no i can't do that i'm i'm busy because there's a bunch of women around me so
1: yeah constantly
0: constantly
1: soliciting me for favors So,
0: so yeah i I, I'm sh- I'm shooting you down. You're not shooting me down.
1: Yeah, I'm rejecting you first.
0: Okay, uh, what? whatever, uh, James. Yeah, yeah, all right, James. How did you know that's my name?
1: <laughs> How did you know my real name?
0: You introduced yourself as James Bond.
1: Yes, right. And that's not a code name. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> i want to write a james bond movie now
0: oh yeah yeah with, like there needs this to be version of him yeah yeah there needs to be uh because because the parody james bond movies are the austin powers movies like that's just yeah. a parody of james bond but yeah there needs to be like specific parody of james bond where it's just this guy this is basically James Bond, just a little bit more incompetent, more incompetent than he already is.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So he's met Reka and her daughter. Um, and we're not giving her daughter a name yet. Yeah. Trust me. Just trust me. Um. And uh, so James is like, fine, I'll wait till tonight, and then I'll continue the investigation on this Jack the Ripper copycat.
0: Did he say this to her? No, 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 he's... Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, like... This is his
1: in- internal anime uh, Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I gotcha. <laughs> I just imagine he says that, and she's like... What? It's like, oh, did, did I say that out loud? Say like, yes. It's like, oh, my bad. I tend to, whatever I think, just say it out loud. Nice no, can't. Oh, I'm sorry. It just happens. I like your butt. Oh, shoot.
1: <laughs> your, your hair smells really nice. <laughs> and, your, and your eyes are really pretty. And you're really nice. Ah, oh, damn it. I shouldn't have said all that out loud.
2: And I can genuinely,
1: genuinely envision a happy life for us together in the future. No, I shouldn't <laughs> have said that.
0: Deep down, I realize I'm a bigger loser than Q, and I just try to surround myself with women to not think about the how much of a loser I am. Oh, crap, I said that out loud as well.
1: Oh, yeah. We shook hands, right? You might want to get yourself checked. <laughs> James Bond away and he flies off. <laughs> my my planet needs me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so James Bond retreats from a day of woman hunting um, yeah. to a uh, uh, yeah, at this point, he's basically just waiting for a murder to happen, so he yeah. can investigate what's going on. And he hears from outside the window of his safe house, "Oh my god, I'm being murdered!" Uh, oh,
0: finally, someone's dying. All right,
1: Oh finally, some action. He jumps out the window of his safe house. That's okay. Yeah, like it's, 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 it's right stuck next in the story. to the door. tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah. He's on. Yeah, his his little safe house apartment is on like the second floor of like a pastry shop, so he, he can he can he can if he just tucks and rolls he can survive that fall. That's the way yeah. physics works in TV shows and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he gets up and just brushes his shoulder a little bit and program, begins begins Straighten, to pursue. straightens up his tux. Yeah. His combat tuxedo. Yeah,
1: yeah. And starts running and finds an alleyway where someone is being murdered and like a weird ritual is being performed um, to suck the magical energy out of them because um, uh, and and who who does he find committing the murder? Who does he find doing the death with this person? None other than Reika, the pretty lady he met earlier, and her daughter. (laughs) Because And here's why that is. So, um, Jack the Ripper was summoned as a servant for the Greater Grail War, um, for the black side, because there's a black side and a red side. Yeah. Um, she was summoned for the black side, but, um, the way she was summoned, sorry, yeah, Jack the Ripper's a little girl, um... And the way she was summoned was uh, Reika was actually there as a sacrifice because a dude was summoning her. But then Jack killed (laughs) the guy instead, the one who was supplying her with the mana she needed to remain anchored to Earth. So the way that they get the mana now is Reika is acting as her new master and they're killing people and siphoning off their magical energy into Jack so that she can maintain the magical energy she needs to stay on Earth.
0: Okay. So are they killing a a man or a woman?
1: It could be either. Okay. I'm pretty sure it can be either. Um but yeah so while Jack the Ripper was supposed to be on a team during this war Uh, she ended up being kind of an independent player alongside her master because neither of them really joined up with a side. Oh, okay. And they ended up being more of a dangerous wild card together than joining up with any actual group. Yeah, I gotcha. And so, yeah. Um, And also, uh, Jack refers to herself as we and us instead of me or I. Okay. Um, but yeah, and she calls Reka mama or mommy because that's yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Um <clears throat> but yeah, so as James stumbles upon this, he's like, Aren't you think I was gonna sleep with you?
0: You have one more chance. Stop killing. Time. Stop killing and we can go lay down together or I gotta take you in or kill you.
1: Yeah, this guy's a freebie. I'll let you finish up what you're doing here. But don't do it again. And is <laughs> obviously gonna be like, no. Jack, kill him. <laughs> a woman say saying it. no to me? Women don't say no to me. I'm going to have to draw that sword sooner than I thought, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, once Jack has drained enough magical energy out of this person, she's going to hop into action and attack James. She's ludicrously fast. Okay. And can conceal her presence in a fog that she can summon. Oh okay. Oh um, man, she carries two daggers. I got you. And wears, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, a really uncomfortable outfit where she's basically wearing bikini bottoms. Oh okay. <laughs> it's it's a visually uncomfortable outfit to look at if you're a normal person watching the show. If I'm being honest.
0: Yeah. James says he's like, oh my gosh, even me, this is this is.
1: You're a little young for that, don't you think, (laughs) Lassie?
0: Yeah, the the fog. I'm a a big enough man to admit
1: fate's got its flaws, (laughs) and that's one of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the fog appears, and yeah, James is like, oh, this is like that disco club. Everyone's all hopped up on. Whatever it is. I'm me as well, but okay. anyway. everyone's all hopped up on E.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, show yourself. And then a slice happens on like Oh jeez. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that hurt a lot. Oh, like, holy crap.
1: <laughs> okay, you know what? Never mind. Stay hidden.
0: <laughs> Another slice happens on like guizards like, oh my god. Please <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Hey>, stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're killing me you're gonna kill me <laughs> and then right as another slice was going to come in he hears a clang noise a metal clang as he is rescued by the girl he saw chasing the cat in the street earlier ah. and she's wearing mm. armor that covers her up all the way except for her head
0: Okay, because so it's she, can, not like, she can
1: apply and retract her helmet like an Iron Man mask.
0: Cool, so it's not like uh superhero or some anime armor where it's just boobs and covering privates a little bit. Yeah,
1: no, she's like wearing like British knight armor.
0: Okay, good, good. Uh, well,
1: I mean, it's got like a combat skirt on it,
0: yeah, uh, but it's yeah, it's a yeah.
1: long combat skirt that goes like all the way down to her ankles.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not like 90s comics armor.
1: Yeah, no, it's like it covers her up all the way. Cool. Um she's got a big red sword. Um and she shows up and she's like, you know, hey, don't hurt the this weird old guy who caught a cat earlier.
0: Oh, I knew you'd be back. They always come back.
2: It's like,
0: "Oh, you're making this very tough, man." <laughs>
1: You're making this really, like, you're making me regret this immediately. <laughs> and then uh, her master shows up, the guy who was on the phone at the cafe earlier. He's like, all yeah. right, let's <clears throat> give him hell. And uh, so this this servant who showed up here, the, the girl in the armor, this is Mordred, the son of King Arthur. Oh, okay. Because. If there's one thing Fate does a lot, it's turn usually like legendary male heroes or villains from from history or mythology and turns them into cute anime girls. Okay, gotcha.
0: So it actually is a girl. It's not just like a girl. Yeah, it yeah. yeah M- like Mordred's
1: actually a girl. Okay, gotcha. And so now the fight between uh, Mordred and... Um, the saber class servant of the red team to fight the assassin class servant of the black team. Gotcha. James Bond like, what the heck is even going on here, man? <laughs> what is this? Dude, this is really blowing my mind.
0: Maybe I should <clears throat> maybe I should pull my gun out. I should shoot. And the guy's like, no 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 you you're not gonna be able to do anything. we're... I have to do something. I'm James Bond, dang it. No, your
1: your gun's not magic. My gun's magic. But...
0: Look, I have to do... This is against my beliefs. The women don't do... They don't save me. I save the women.
1: <laughs> He's devolving.
0: Yeah. He's <laughs> like breaking down in the house. Let's,
1: let's get you out of here and get you patched up, dude. <laughs> This isn't right. This isn't right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you have your big epic fight between little kid Jack the Ripper that's wearing inappropriate clothes and uh, armored lady. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the armored lady who looks like, they actually did the opposite of what anime usually does. She looks like she's an adult, but she's actually like eight years old. Oh, okay, I gotcha. She, yeah, she had accelerated aging. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: I cannot well, wait to
1: do my, my T.O. Explains Fate
0: episode. Mentally, is she like the adult age mentally, or does she still think um, like an 8-year-old?
1: It depends on which aspects of her personality you're looking at. Okay. Um, When it comes to like combat, tactics, that sort of thing, she's an adult. But um that whole thing with her chasing the cat earlier, that's one of her more childish aspects.
0: Okay, so there's bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, like that is childlike. Okay.
1: Yeah, like she's she does have mm-hmm. some childish aspects to her personality. She tends to be pretty like impetuous, um and impulsive like a child. Yeah. But uh you can also chalk that up to standard anime characterisms.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I was just checking, I didn't know if it was like Billy Batson, when he becomes Shazam, he's still Billy Batson, but with all yeah. the Shazam stuff.
1: Yeah, no, because Mordred, she was um, a knight of the round table. So. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. She at least had to have some of that, you know, in her. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, who oh boy. She's got quite the origin story. I'll get into that in a completely different episode, though. I gotcha. Um, as far as the origin stories for all these characters, because they they tried to do like some unique twists on each of these figures um, as much as they could, and they all you know they're all pretty unique and interesting, I think. So like, yeah, will uh I'll tackle that in a To Explains Fate episode. Hey, maybe next week. Gotcha. I'll I'll do that. I'll I'll put the effort in to do some more like research on fate stuff because the thing is, fate has really complicated rules. Yeah. For how like its magic system works. So like that's one thing I have to do a lot more research into. I, I have only like a surface level understanding of how the magic and fate works. Yeah. It's it's disgustingly complicated.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so <clears throat> um yeah, so you got Mordred versus Jack the Ripper. And and Mordred's master, whose name I think I have forgotten. There's a lot of S H sounds in it. She she something or other. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't remember his name. He's a necromancer. It's fine. We'll leave it at that. Um, he he, you know, takes James Bond and goes running. He's like, "We're gonna patch you up, bro.
0: You'll be you'll be fine." Look. If you're a nurse, I'm used to the female nurses. What is this? <laughs> like, man, you got
1: some really like outdated <laughs> beliefs.
0: Whatever. Just, just don't do anything weird that I Whatever. prefer the female nurses to do.
1: Just gonna do a little necromancy and patch you up. That's all. Ah, well, that completely fine. Um, but yeah, so... Alright, and if they have a conversation, like if James asks, like, who are you? What are you doing here? Um, this guy's response is actually going to be quite interesting because he also came here from England. Um, he was sent by the Mages Association uh, in... Uh, at like a, from some like clock tower college or whatever they have for mages there.
2: Oh, okay. yeah.
1: Which is a secret thing, by the way, the public doesn't know about it. So it's not like, it's not like magic. is just a thing. Everybody knows about.
0: Yeah. 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 It's, and after it, all, it, of... it
1: operates on Harry Potter rules. Mm-hmm.
0: After all that explanation by the guy, James is like, Oh, big college boy. Aren't you? Yeah. I got kicked out of college. I, I slept with every single woman there. Yes. I created my own S T D. It was an accident. I didn't mean it.
2: Yeah.
1: You might have heard of it. They called it Jimmy Bond.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They were able to, to cure that pretty quickly. What? They were, they were able to cure it. Yeah, like it was it was kind of a Somewhat of a bad disease, but they were able to get rid of it. No one gets rid of Jimmy Bond.
1: Once this is through, I'm going to track down the doctors and give them a piece of my mind. (laughs) No one gets rid of genital warts that big. (laughs) Have you not been treated for it?
0: I wear it as a badge of honor now. I'm not having my badge taken away or ripped off.
1: (laughs) So, look, I came here to stop Jack the Ripper. And that's what I'm gonna do.
0: But, James, there's, there's not much you can do. This is like... It's kind of outside of your your skill level. I can shoot her in time.
1: my head. <laughs> That's not going to do it, James. Shoot her in the heart. Weirdly enough, that won't do it either. <laughs> like with another servant, it might, but we've got some details about this one that uh, are actually uh, going to make that uh,
0: harder. Harder. And even though I'm a very sexual person, I don't mean this sexually, but I can shoot them in the genitals. Will that do anything? No. Okay, those are usually the only three places I shoot people.
1: What if I shoot her... I'm loath to say this because she's a hot babe, but what if I shoot her mom? <laughs> I mean, that might do it. It would take a few days for her to dissipate, though. What if Um, I
0: shoot her a bunch?
1: It would still take a few days for her to dissipate, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, I shall sleep with her mom and then shoot her in the head. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way. Dude. Dude.
0: So, like, if <clears throat> this is a question I have, if he did shoot her in the head, is she still alive, but it just takes a while for her to dissipate, or is she dead? And just oh, for for
1: um, if he shoots Jack in the head,
0: uh, the mom,
1: the mom. Okay, yeah. If he if he shoots the mom in the head, she's the only one who knows how to perform the ritual for Jack to be sustained. So it yeah. would take a few days for Jack to run out of energy. Okay. Well, she's probably not the only one who knows the ritual, but she's the only one willing to do the ritual.
0: I gotcha. But what, what will happen to the mom in that instant? Like oh, she's she dead. Still alive? She, so she is dead, it just takes a while. Well, yeah, off her she, yeah, she'd be,
1: yeah, you shoot her in the head, she dies like a person.
0: Gotcha. Because it's not
1: actually her mom, she's just the mage that's keeping her...
0: Gotcha, that's what I thought I was thinking. Yeah, as all this is going on, James, like, somehow pops around, like, like the crazy battle is happening in the background, and James pops around the other side of the alleyway, um, and is talking to, uh, what's her name again? The Reka. Gentleman. Reka, and He's like, look, he has his gun, like, pointing at her. Last chat, tra- <laughs> Last chance. Tra- <laughs> you can walk away from this. You can sleep with me tonight, and then I'll kill you right after, or I guess I kill you now. What
1: kind of deal is that?
0: (laughs) The James Bond deal. The Bond special. The Bond special. How do you think I've slept with so many women?
1: (laughs) Through coercion, primarily. <laughs> you think anyone is yes. willingly going to get with a guy with General watch these days?
0: <laughs> yes, this is this is the movie where I finally reveal for people that don't realize it, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> and as he's
1: about to pull the trigger on Raikab. Because it can't quite end here. Yeah. Because we've only introduced two servants as it is. And a huge part of the fun of fate is like all the servants doing fun stuff. Gotcha. So as he's about to pull the trigger, an arrow knocks the gun out of his hand.
0: What in blazes? What in an
1: blazes? And he looks off, and on a rooftop across the street, a woman with cat ears and a cat tail and a bow has fired at him.
0: Oh, and she and she, there loudly, she is. But she Galores here.
1: <laughs> and she loudly declares, I cannot allow you to bring harm to that child. And then you get, you know, the reaction from Mordred seeing this, she's like, What the hell, dude? You're on my team. Why'd you do that?
2: Yeah.
1: And then the woman jumps down and says, I've sworn an oath to protect all children, and I cannot allow you to harm her because this, this particular servant is Atalanta one of the um priestesses of Artemis um and also like a friend to Artemis in the myths she was a, a great huntress and apparently like a defender of children oh okay. if I remember correctly um In, in the myths, she um, was intentionally doing things to like make Artemis mad, but then Artemis decided she liked her anyway, and she's like, "I ah, become one of my huntresses. I'll have to I'll have to go back and do research on those myths again." But, uh, I gotcha. But I am familiar with Atalanta through my familiarity with Artemis.
2: But yeah, and
1: in fate, for some reason, Atalanta's a cat girl. But she is of the archer class, and she's on the red team, if I remember correctly. Okay, She got a really cool fight in Apocrypha, by the way. I recommend watching Fate Apocrypha. It's pretty good. You don't really associate, like, archery-based characters with, like, getting cool fight scenes, but... She got one. All the servants in Apocrypha got some pretty good fight scenes. but yeah so she shows up she's like yeah I can't let you bring harm to the child upon seeing Jack the Ripper
0: but that child has slain so many beautiful women past and present and uh, like, says, it doesn't
1: matter she's a child she's innocent she deserves redemption I'm gonna shoot you in the head now. <laughs> <laughs> I, for listeners, I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, I'm not great at actual dialogue. <laughs> when, well, at least not like a, uh, on the spot like this when we're trying to go with something. This is an outline. Yeah. For for an idea that we're never actually gonna make.
0: But wait, wait, I, I'm, I'm Bond, James Bond. Don't you find me appealing? You want to go somewhere with me?
1: He's like, dude, I'm a follower of Artemis. I took an oath of celibacy.
0: Well. Look, I've also taken an oath of celibacy. When I was in this, when it was the 70s, I'm an old man. When it was the 70s, (laughs) I'd sell a bit if people would buy a bit. That's oh, my okay. God. It's okay. I won't hold it against you.
1: But there are a couple things I'd like you to hold against me.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to be okay, honest. I...
1: You're, a bit, you're a bit slender for my tastes.
0: Okay, I'm going to shoot you in the head now.
1: No, please! (laughs) I I probably have a lot of kids.
0: (laughs) Think of all all my children. Think of them.
1: And as she fires, um, we get yet another last-minute addition to the fight when the arrow is swept out of the way by a large flag. And we see that none other then Joan of Arc has appeared to save <laughs> James Bond. I'm just cramming as many in here as I can.
0: <laughs> and James is like, oh yes. All these women. Yes. Coming to shave me. Wait, that's not su- no, that's not how it's supposed to be. It just breaks.
1: <laughs> There's off. women that are supposed to save me. He pops and was like, hey honey, you're Joan of Arc. I can show you the face of God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gross old man.
1: But Joan's gotta be like, all right, we gotta get rid of Jack the Ripper because she's we gotta put her out of her misery. Can't you see that she's suffering? And Adelanta's like, it doesn't matter. She's a child. This is this is generally how the actual conversation went in the show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like Adelanta and Joan of Arc had a very big disagreement about how to deal with Jack the Ripper. Yeah. But yeah, Joan of Arc is the leader class servant, and she's not aligned with any side because she's supposed to be a mediator. But things have clearly devolved here. <laughs> she's like, "We gotta kill Jack the Ripper." And at this point, Reka and Jack, I think, have bolted. They've taken off. Things are getting wild. <laughs> There've yeah, been enough yeah. distractions. <laughs> we gotta get the heck out of here. And okay, so what happens next? I got great. Jack the Ripper took off. Now we gotta look for her.
0: Well, it just so happens. James Bond pulls through. I used one of that geek nerd loser cues tracking devices. Made sure to slip it on her. Not Jack, I'm not that creepy. The Japanese woman
1: yes
0: the lady with the boobs
1: <laughs> so i know where she's going and it, it stands the reason wherever she goes that also goes jack
0: well wow, like that's awesome thanks james like you actually pulled through some i did i can pull through and push, I think through. it deserves a little smooch. <laughs> Just gets a slap to the face.
1: Close enough.
0: Oh, maybe another. <laughs> no, <joke. laughs>
1: and then the. Mordred's master is like, hey, you saved us the materials on a scrying spell, so good job. Yeah, maybe you should update some of your technology to not be totally magic-based. Because all this takes is electricity and a monitor. And a Wi-Fi signal. You can use this as many times as you like, as long as you got battery life on it. <laughs> You're over Good. here burning materials for scrying.
0: <laughs> I say we go after them now. I only have one extra seat in the Aston Martin, so which of you lucky ladies would like to ride shotgun?
1: All of them instantly dematerialize except for Joan Clark, <laughs> because she's the only one with a physical body. So I guess Mordred and Atalanta both dematerialize. Yeah. Joan is left there. She's so like, no, not me. Why me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you have the most awkward car ride conversation the entire time. Anytime James tries to say something, she's probably like, shut up, stop, please oh, stop be quiet it. or I will crash this car.
1: <laughs> he tries talking to her and she keeps responding in French, which as an Englishman nearly makes him vomit every time. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that. Look, I'm willing to look past the fact that you're French. I just don't need you rubbing it in my face.
0: (laughs) There's some women where I've had to put a bag over their head, but with her, I might just have to tape your mouth shut. I don't want to hear anything. And (laughs)
1: Oh uh, and then <laughs> Joan, Joan or Jean d'Arc is often how they refer to her in Fate. So Jean yeah. is is the one I typically refer to her as well. Jean responds with like a you know uh <laughs> She's like I, I I might have, um, but I don't think the girl whose body I'm possessing would appreciate me using it that way, so I uh, will get over it. <laughs> She won't even know what's happening. Oh, no, I can assure you she knows what's happening right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She may say no now, but I'll turn that no into a yes as we begin. That is the most creepiest thing I've ever heard. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) So they're chasing down Jack the Ripper. And as they're going along, um, some an explosion happens on the road in front of them. Okay. Um, because another archer has fired an arrow at them. Whoa, Nelly! That was close. We almost blew up. Did you see that? We could have died. I could have died. I can't believe this was the first time I've thought of my mortality. And they were stopped by the arrow of none other than Chiron, the centaur. And also the archer servant for the black team. Okay. Um... Though most of the time he's not like in a centaur form, he's just a dude with a horse tail, which is weird. <laughs> and also, they refer to him as Charon in Fate Apocrypha, which is wrong. Charon is the ferryman who takes people to the underworld. Chiron is the centaur who trained legendary heroes, such as Achilles. So I'll be calling him Chiron. Even though he's incorrectly named in Fate and apocrypha, I assume you have no objections to that.
0: I have plenty. No, that's <laughs> <I'm> fine. <laughs> because
1: when it comes to that part, at least I, pre- I prefer to be mythologically accurate over show accurate. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why they switched the I up for the A. Why did they refer to him as Caron? Doesn't make any sense. It annoyed me the entire like twenty some episodes that show ran for.
2: <laughs> As I was
1: watching, it, I was like, "Why are you calling him Caron? This is clearly supposed to be Chiron." Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm getting off that topic now. So Chiron stops them with an arrow from a long ways away. Um, and uh, they they gotta be like, "On oh, nuts, we got stopped by an arrow from a long ways away." Um, And then, because this is going to be a team effort probably to try and stop them, um, Astolfo comes riding by on his hippogriff. Like, huzzah, we're stopping you. Wait, no. Hmm, Hang on. Not Astolfo. Frankenstein's monster. Not riding on a hippogriff, obviously. But... (laughs) Frankenstein's monster comes in, she lights up her, her lightning mace, because uh, the way they did it in Apocrypha is Frankenstein's monster is kind of like a mix of the monster and like the bride of Frankenstein. Okay. Um. So it's, she's basically just a cute girl in a wedding dress. Uh, okay, gotcha. Um, and she carries an electric mace, which I think is called a tonitress. Um, but yeah, she, she carries a, a big metal ball on a stick that she can ignite with electricity as her weapon. Um, and she fights in a wedding dress. (laughs) Um, Frankenstein's monster was my favorite, uh, servant from Apocrypha. Um, and she wasn't in it for very long, which upset me. (laughs) But then again, I'm just a sucker for Frankenstein anything. I like Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein was my half of the Frankenbad crossover. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So any excuse to get her into something, or well, Frankenstein's monster in general into something, I'm going to take it. So she shows up, uh, doesn't say much, just kind of yells because she's a berserker class, and yeah. starts swinging her tonitress around. So then James Bond's going to be like, we're going to get out of the car. This woman's clearly experiencing her time of the month. <laughs> I've dealt with women in this state before. The best thing to do is to just tell them to calm down.
0: <laughs> Babe, chill, calm down. And swings and like crushes that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My car! car. Not the
1: car. Not the ride.
0: Gosh. I I almost... Because of that, I'm so angry. I almost don't want to offer you to sleep with me. I'm doing you a favor by offering you that. (laughs) She just... Screams and starts swinging again.
1: <laughs> Jean has to swoop in and save him again. It's like, I don't know why I keep doing this for you. Because you know I'm your only hope. Babe. Ugh. And then Achilles rides in. Because he's there too, uh, <laughs> he's the rider class servant for the red team. He rides in on his chariot and swipes at Frankenstein with his spear. But just because he has a spear doesn't mean he's a lancer class, lancer class servant. So get that out of your head. I know you were thinking it. It was the
0: first thing that popped in my mind.
1: Yeah. No, the the. uh The Lancer-class servant for the red team is Karna, son of Indra, the god of the sun. But um, I think it's Indra. Anyway, is Indra the Hindu god of the sun?
0: Uh, I think so. Hmm. Uh, Surya. Surya, okay. Who's
1: Indra, then? I don't know. Anyway, is the son of a sun god. like, um, so, And I believe he's supposed to be the son of the Hindu sun god. But yeah, he's the Lancer-class servant for the red team. So yeah, all this is happening. We don't need to go into super long details about fight scenes and action choreography. Everybody just trust me when I say it's really cool.
0: It's epic. And James Bond is just standing on the sideline of like, there's something I have to do. The women can't keep shaving me. I can't keep shaving me
1: bald. <laughs> so eventually James has to be the one to catch up to Reka and Jack. And he's like, all right, say your prayers, touch. No woman runs away from James Bond. Lives to tell
2: about it.
0: Yeah, now imagine like anytime James Bond has been rejected, he's just like killed that woman and just said, oh, it was a casualty. Of MI6, because I have a license to kill.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, she um she was standing in the way of the bullet when I found it at the bad guy.
0: And I did take the bad guy down. She she was just there while it happened.
1: Yeah. Horrible tragedy.
0: A terrible tragedy. Um but hey. I should also mention that uh, I'm awesome and and no woman has ever rejected me, and there's no proof that one has ever rejected me
1: now get her out of here. she's gone cold. Trust me, I checked <laughs> I'm finished with her. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most disgusting James Bond we have that anyone has ever <laughs> co- like conceived of. Um so Jack uses her fog powers again to obscure James's vision. Uh
0: better not cut
1: me, you little midget. <laughs> he fires as she's activating it though, and gets her in the chest. The bullet hits her in the heart. She's like, eh. <laughs> but um, so, what happens when Jack the Ripper's heart is pierced is the wraiths that make up her body start to pour out. Uh, okay. Um, and this is this is the part where, uh, like, the backstory starts unfolding. James, like, James starts to understand what Jack the Ripper is. He's like, "Oh my goodness, I didn't realize it went this deep. This is really <laughs> complicated lore." Uh, because this this version of Jack the Ripper is uh, the manifestation of the spirits of all of the aborted children of the prostitutes in Whitechapel. Oh dang! Yeah, Um was like, "Oh goodness gracious! This is oh, this is morbid. <laughs> I don't like this."
0: Look, please don't kill me. Yes, I've slept with a bunch of women, but I—if they've had the kid, I never told them. Hey, go do that. Yeah, it's not. Yes, yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's. I try not to think about it once I leave.
0: <laughs> so, so you shouldn't kill me because if if they did abort the children, I wasn't a part of that. That was them. Go after them.
1: Yeah, the whole Whitechapel thing happened like before I was born <laughs> and then uh, let's see here where do we go from here more servants show up more fighting happens I don't have to name all the servants that were involved in this just trust me when I say like well let's we'll say all 14 of them were involved or something yeah, Even yeah. though I think Vlad the Impaler was already dealt with by the time Jack the Ripper showed up. Uh, but whatever. This is not canon anyway. I don't know if anyone can tell. But James Bond, it doesn't actually exist in the Fate universe.
2: So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: well, this is the little side, the side the, episode. The side episode. Yeah, it's canon, but uh, we just didn't show it in the main show. Yeah, It was a little side adventure.
1: Well, if that's the case, James can't kill Jack the Ripper here because I believe it was Joan of Arc who killed her.
0: Oh, I gotcha.
1: And that's why Atalanta got really mad at Joan of Arc. And uh, used some of her uh, berserker powers later in the show.
0: Because the thing is, a
1: lot of servants, because of the way their legends work, um, can be summoned as like more than one class of servants. Now, you, you can only summon them as one at a time, but you can summon them under like a different class than what you would typically associate with them. For example, Atalanta was summoned as an archer servant for uh, the Greater Grail War, but because of the way her legend works, she can also be summoned as a berserker. So she has berserker powers that come with her, and like I think, uh, like Kukulain, who is not in this particular version of the story, but he is usually summoned as a lancer. But you could summon him as a caster because he uses like runic magic in his legend. I think you can also summon him as a berserker. None of this is important to the story that's being told. <laughs> This is just more Alex. So I'm just gonna have to do a To Explains Fate episode next week because I like, I can't stop thinking about it now, and like I wanna, I wanna tell people about this weird franchise that like nobody knows where to start with. So, yeah, but, yeah. Anyway, um, how does James deal with Jack the Ripper? Slam dunk it for me, Brandon.
0: Let's see. Hmm. I think it should be as crazy as it sounds, one of those pretty much useless everyday items that Q gave him.
1: (laughs) The rock. (laughs) The paperweight that doubles as a rock (laughs) that he can chuck.
0: (laughs) Yeah, James has like used all his gadgets by now. He's he's kind of out the Aston Martin's destroyed and stuff. He's like, oh. All right, I'm out of bullets. Let's see. How about this? And and like, it's still like smoke or what? Well, hold on. <clears throat> he shot the heart. Is smoke still happening? Oh, with yeah. The, the, coming is, out? the fog is okay. still surrounding them. Gotcha. It's like, I'm all out of bullets. I have to. Is it like multiple like wraiths and stuff come out? Yeah, or... yeah. It's
1: just kind of like the images of children.
0: Okay. And they're all like separate. Like they're not like Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I yeah. mean there's still
1: like the main Jack the Ripper body he can target as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be the last thing. Oh <laughs> what no. He basically does is uh he's like uh he's like look you've already been aborted, you have to leave. <laughs> you were not wanted, you have to get out of here. He gets his uh his paperweight mm. and uh he's like, Drew, I'm gonna use this. You you did me good, because he was filling his pockets, he's like, Oh crap, I'm all out of gadgets. And so there's like oh yes, the paperweight. And so he just starts bashing the wraith aborted no. children.
2: This is so horrible. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. uh, just you just hear the sickening crack of rock making contact with skull Oh we can never release this episode
0: <laughs> Move on. I'm sorry I'm sorry I have to shave the world.
1: I have to save the world from the most horrifying thing on it. Children.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and as he's finished bashing in the skulls of the last children, with with Reka watching on and screaming in horror. <laughs> Um, because she did form kind of like a genuine, emotionally
0: like yeah, yeah, significant
1: sense. bond with Jack, as though she yeah. were her mother. Um, uh, you just get James like he's got some sort of witty one-liner, like a um. Mm. Uh, what's a good one-liner for a situation like this? <laughs> This is why I could never go into child care.
0: <laughs> I never abort a mission. Oh. And then immediately an arrowhead pokes
1: through the front of his chest. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: Jesus! Oh, that, that hurts so much.
1: Oh, my God. That got me in the heart. I'm bleeding out. Please someone help me. <laughs> All the Come female on. characters gather around.
0: <laughs> oh, I was gonna say he's like, someone, other than a woman, help me, please.
1: <laughs> Spartacus shows up from in the middle of the woods. But he's not in his right mind because he was summoned as a berserker. Oh yeah. You, please, help me. You look like a trustworthy man. Spartacus just picks him up and chucks him.
2: (laughs) This isn't helpful.
1: (laughs) He falls in the river. Gets washed away. Talks into like the communicator thing he has in his watch or whatever, and he's like, Mission accomplished. <laughs> the river leads all the way
2: back to England. <laughs> he just washes up
1: on the shores of England with an well, arrow in his
0: heart. I was thinking it'd just be like uh <laughs> Yeah, he goes in like a river and then like the epilogue, like after the, the fate stuff is is uh dealt with and concluded, the epilogue or like uh, uh, after credit scene is James Bond on like some remote island. Like the typical like thing you see in a movie or a comic and he's next to a girl like they're both laying in like uh, laying out chairs. And the sun beaming on him with the beach. He's like, ah. Oh. And he still has the arrow through his chest. He's, just like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like drinking, like, the vodka. like, ah. He's like, oh. he's like he, uh, he goes to drink it and it, like, spills a little bit. And, like, some of it, like, hits the arrow. He's like, oh, Jesus. That hurts quite a lot.
1: <laughs> and the girl he's there with is... is... <laughs> <laughs> alright, for my fate fans out there, you're gonna know where I'm going with this immediately. The girl he's on the island with is Astolfo of Charlemagne. So we're like, alright, get over here, honey. Let's we'll see what you're packing. And Astolfo's like, I'm a dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You didn't think to tell me this (laughs) earlier!
0: We made love last night.
1: And you didn't notice? (laughs) No! (laughs) Although now that I think about it, it wasn't that bad, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, like after he's like on his knees it wasn't that bad.
1: It wasn't that bad actually. The
0: <laughs> like credits roll, if
2: you like peanut collab.
0: And <laughs> getting caught in the rain.
1: I feel like waking up at midnight, I think what's I don't know. Oh making love at midnight, that's it, uh, yes. <laughs> if you can't wash out the stains <laughs> all right so i think that's um uh 007
0: something to do with fate <laughs> uh let's see uh look up James Bond movie titles because half of them are like kind of dumb and make no sense titles.
2: Yeah,
0: off we'll to go off of that. Like, uh, like one is called "The Spy Who Loved Me." You could do "The Spy Who Got in the Way," or <laughs> there's all kinds of different ones that make no sense at all. Yeah, like a nonsensical yeah. um, name.
1: And the typical like fate naming convention is to title something fate slash and then the title of the thing.
0: Uh, okay, bait slash Bond, James Bond.
1: <laughs> um. All right. So real quick, I'm going to ask for plugs and recommendations, and then while you're starting up on that, I'm actually going to go pee while you're doing that. Okay. I'll be back before you're before you're finished, obviously. But uh.
2: Okay.
0: Sounds good.
1: Um, um, all right, Brandon. If you don't give me plugs and recommendations right now, then. Um, I'll cast The Rock as you in your biopic
0: oh boy okay so I don't want The Rock cast as me in my biopic because I know it's just going to be The Rock He's he's not going to be trying to play as me at all he's not going to try to be like this tall skinny guy that dresses like college Mark Zuckerberg So, uh, rock's just going to be the rock. So I will give my plugs and recommendations to prevent that from happening. Uh, plugs does comics That's D I S M a Y comics on Facebook and Instagram. You can check out, uh, all the stuff I have going on there. Uh, still working on comics, working on gallows, man, uh, gallows, man three will likely come out between march and may of 2023 on kickstarter um also working on Disney avenue the kickstarter for Disney avenue is happening right now likely by the time you're listening to this it's maybe a week left but uh the kickstarter is doing very well at the time of recording we're at 1199 dollars, so just a dollar away from 1200 and it's only been a week it's only been the first week and it's been doing that good Uh, My goal with all of these Kickstarters is to, like my in-head bonus goal, is to beat the previous Kickstarter. And it seems like this one will likely do that. It'll likely beat the last Kickstarter, which I'm uh, excited for. And also, uh, not scrambling, but kind of scrambling to figure out other stretch goals, because it seems like it's going further than I thought it would. I'm happy with that. But I, I want to give to the people for uh, the help and generosity. For, um, you? Yes. for you, the people, I yeah. give you another sticker. No, I don't want to do like that. that. The stickers are good, like stretch goals, but as it gets higher and higher, I want like bigger stretch goals with each thing. Because, uh, yeah, I was just mentioning to you, like, it's, it's, the first week, like the first week concluded literally an hour ago yeah. and it's $1 away from $1,200. And I was saying how like, uh, I did not see it hitting that number that quickly. And, uh, I'm, I'm very surprised. And well, Hey
1: dude, you're, you know, you're picking up, you're getting traction. You're doing these Kickstarters consistently enough that people are starting to keep track of you.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful and excited for, it. uh, yeah, I, I just want to see where it goes. It seems like it's going to beat my bonus objective, which is beating the last Kickstarter. Cause it's just $77 away from doing that. Yeah. So from there, it's just hitting the stretch goals that are on the campaign and stuff, but it already hit my end head goal. My end head goal with all of these is break a thousand. Yeah. I did that pretty quick, so I'm uh, I'm excited about this, and there's still like three to four weeks left of it, so I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's that, and then conventions coming up. Me and Tia will be at uh, Fan Expo New Orleans, January sixth to eighth. Um, you can come check us out. And yeah, you can eyeball us. You're just scanning us up and down, and go ew. And then you walk away. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll be there. I, I am already starting to get the ball rolling. I finally like booked a hotel. Cause like, I probably waited a little bit to the last minute, even though it's like two and a half months away. All the ones that are like right there where the convention center are, they're all already booked. So, yeah. like, okay. I'll book another one. It's like, 12 to 15 minutes away, but it's not bad. There was one that was like five or six minutes away, but there was no like parking available. It's like, I don't have to deal with the nightmare of finding parking in the city. So yeah, I'll I'll just book one 12, 15 minutes away that has a parking lot. Um, But yeah, so I got that. Basically all I got to do now is uh, buy banners and material and stuff like that. And I'll wait to do that once this Kickstarter is done that way. Because the the company I'm going to buy the books from, like like Disney Avenue books, they also do banners and promotional material and all that. And I also have a discount card, like a uh, 15% off my total order. So I'm going to buy the books and buy all that stuff so I can just get 15% off everything. So I'm just going to yeah. wait on that. Um, yeah, I
1: should probably get the details of the hotel you booked myself. Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you. Yeah. yeah, And and,
1: I I didn't even think about, Oh yeah. I have to, I have to probably reserve a room or something. (laughs)
0: Well, it's up to you. I, the one I booked was a room with two, uh, queen size beds in it. If you want a separate room, I can give you the, uh, the details of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, Um, I'm, I'm good going to have these on a the room if you are, you know,
0: just Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm fine with whatever. But uh but yeah, there's that and then yeah, just get in promotional materials is pretty much the only thing I got left with that. And then see how the convention goes. It seems like it'll be all right. At the very least, I'll there'll likely be some celebrity there where it's like, I'm gonna go. Say hi to them or pay fifty dollars for a picture or whatever. So we'll
1: see. Lou Ferrigno.
0: Oh my gosh, Lou Ferrigno. Holy crap. Like I've seen you at like every convention I go to. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Holy crap, the clerks guys. I see you like all the time at mm-hmm. PentaCon. Holy crap, Ming Chen from Comic Book Men. <laughs> Where do you have time in your life? Because you go to every single convention.
1: Yeah, holy crap, Johnny Young Bosch and Michelle Ruff. <laughs> You're also at like every convention.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it will it'll be a, a good time. Like this is like even though this is like I quote don't unquote. I think Michelle work, Ruff
1: does any general conventions as Bosch does. Oh yeah. I think she mostly does anime conventions.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, maybe she'll be at the there's some anime convention like mobile in like a month or two. Yeah. Maybe, but uh but yeah, like uh even though this is like kind of work, you, it's not really. Uh this'll basically be my vacation. Pretty much any like comic related stuff is like a vacation. So I'm I'm looking forward to chilling to chilling and, and chatting with you. The people. The people. So
1: we will be yeah. speaking exclusively in our Tom Hardy's Bane impression.
0: Yeah, and if masks are regulated, we're both going to be wearing Bane mask. Because yeah. um, it has the filters on the side yeah. of it. And uh, and yeah, and we'll shave our heads.
1: <laughs> well, I, to fit a Bane mask on me, I'm going to have to shave my entire dang face. My I got a big beard.
0: Oh, I'll have to get like a custom made Bane mask because my head is so giant. Like, I that's what sucks is like, I would love I'm not saying I'd walk around and, and wear this all the time, but I would love to wear like hats or like cowboy hats or whatever. But like, none of them fit me. Like, I have to get like, like the only stuff that fits me are the like, uh, the snap baseball caps or like yeah. you can like, uh, expand it and usually it's like the last button or the second to last button that's like it like any other hat it's like well I guess I gotta get it custom made it's like geez got a big old melon I can't be I can't live out my Red Dead Redemption dreams just walking around with a cowboy hat all the time
1: (laughs) that's the only part of Red Dead Redemption you wish you could do is just wear a cowboy hat all the time
0: yes I'd walk by and be like, Pardon me, howdy, ma'am. And as I'm saying all this, I'm tipping my hat each time because yeah. I, I that's the reason I want the hat. I want to be able to tip it, to people. yeah. And I don't want to wear a fedora because fedoras no, are fedora. out of fashion, definitely not a fedora, <clears throat> but cowboy hats they're always in fashion.
1: Because if you wear a fedora and say, My lady, that's an entirely different impression than ma'am,
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, like, ma'am. And anytime I, like, uh, I'm, I have, like, drainage in my throat, I'm, like, <clears> throat> or if I, like, cough or whatever, I'll be, like, sorry, I got tuberculosis. Tu- tu- tuberculosis.
1: <laughs> doing that accent, I'm, like, doing that voice right there makes me think, like, I am in, in both of the, like, d d campaigns I'm involved with right now that I'm not DMing. Um, I'm basically doing, like, a variation on that voice. For for one, I'm playing as a human um, who he's like supposed to be like a, like sort of a Constantine type, but I went for Southern guy instead of Englishman. Um, So like I do kind of like a, like a, he's got sort of a deep voice, but it's like slick and smooth and like, you know, he, he talks, you know, to people. He's, he's like a Southern, like. Not like a southern like fancy man, but like a southern gentleman, you know? Yeah. That yeah. Sort of voice. And then another one is an orc named Berg. And the Berg's whole backstory is that like he grew up on a farm raised by his mother and a human stepdad. Um, so like for Berg it's like his his voice is gruffer and lower and down here. Yeah. You know, more more like uh, what you would expect from a red dead redemption type of character. Yeah, yeah. So like like doing that exercise, uh, it's like both my current D D player characters I play right now. Like, southern dudes, like my next one, I gotta mix it up and not do a southern dude with a deep voice. But it's, so the deep voice part's hard for me to avoid because I, you know, already kind of have like a husky voice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I can at least avoid the southern accent, and maybe I can try to lean. Maybe I'll play as a girl in, like the next time I'm a player.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just
1: to just to mix it up, use my girl voice that I'm not going to demonstrate (laughs) here.
0: Yes, here I I will I've heard Tio's girl voice, here it is. Howdy, sir. Uh, Nice uh, to see you, sir. It's deeper and southerner than either of the (laughs) (laughs) two. I'd rather some rock candy. Pardon me, sir ma'am, I need to buy a new bra. I've outgrown this one.
1: My my gazangas won't stop
0: getting bigger. Tonight, I was thinking about watching Love Actually and eating some sweet treats. But yeah, that's all I have going on. When it comes to recommendations, uh, basically nothing. I've had no time to really do anything. I watched like two episodes of The Twilight Zone with my sister earlier this week. But that was pretty much the only thing I've had time for. Would you recommend um, those
1: two specific episodes, or were they a couple of the not great ones?
0: No, they were good. It's just like I've I've seen them a bunch. Like it was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the shelter, which is pretty good. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> basically uh, uh, the whole neighborhood. They're a bunch of friends and stuff, and they're celebrating this doctor's birthday. They're in his house, eating cake, having fun, and all that. And then uh, alarms and sirens go off, and it's like, oh, like we're going to get bombed. Like everyone, like like the radio announcers, like go to your houses, go in your basements, and all that stuff and uh oh i should also mention doc has like a bomb shelter and people kind of joke on him and clown on him like oh like wasting all that time in the midnight just just building your bomb shelter they're like oh it's nothing well basically it comes very much in handy here he has a bomb shelter and uh all his friends who kind of joked on him and stuff is like please let us in come on we have kids we have family but he also has a family as well. And it's just kind of the neighborhood just uh, devolving and showing the the desperation of preservation of life yeah. within humans and for their families. Yeah. Um, it's a really good episode. But uh, that one and then the other one I can't really recommend. But The Shelter is one that gets looked past because there's one episode called uh, something like the fear on McPherson street or something. It, I know that's not it at all, but it's something street and it has a similar premise to where it seems like aliens, there's going to be like an alien invasion and the whole neighborhood is like turning on itself. Yeah. Um, but cause they're like, Oh, they're among us. Someone's an alien, that sort of stuff. But I like the shelter a lot. My neighbor so, yeah. is
1: kind of sus. <laughs>
0: seems like John's wife hasn't come out of the house in quite a while. I think John ate Betty. (laughs) We all know that the reason they
1: abbreviated it to Sus is because none of us know how to spell Suspicuous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's like pretty much all I've Oh, I did watch one thing last night. I watched... Uh, this is probably where I got that McPherson thing. I watched a movie. I'd say it's a movie. It's 63 minutes long called The McPherson Tape. And it's basically one of the first found footage movies. Okay. It came out in 1988. This was like over a decade before the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Um, And it's pretty much like this family is celebrating... Uh, this little girl's birthday, like, like their five-year-old daughter's birthday. And it's like grandma and like uncle is there and all this stuff. There's like seven, eight people there. And like an alien invasion basically happens while all this is going on. Um, the aliens don't look great, but this is like 1988 it's kind of an indie thing, but it feels like real footage. This feels like legit. You go into your your home videos and you watch a birthday party. It feels like that. And then alien invasion stuff type starts happening. And I thought it was pretty good. It, it was a lot better than I thought it was because I thought it was going to be the first 40 minutes or 45 minutes was going to be just this birthday party and just a home video. And then like the last 15 minutes, like they go outside and they might see like off in the distance, like a ship and a couple aliens walking down it and they're freaking out. And that's the end. But no, uh, it it has a good pace because the whole ship and aliens walking out happens like the 15 minute mark, basically. I'm like, oh, crap. So this is going to go a lot better than I thought it would. And I thought it was pretty good. Especially, like I like the history that it is kind of the first found footage horror movie. So, it's cool. So, the McPherson tape. That's pretty much all I got.
1: All righty. Um, well, then, for me, uh, 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 plugs. Plugs. You're already listening to it. Congratulations, you found us. This is Store Brand Comics. Thank you very much for listening. It, this is just a hobby podcast that me and Brandon do every week. So it means a lot that anyone would listen to the two of us talk for however long we talk. And uh, we made a lot of really off-color jokes this
2: episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, also, I want people to know that's that's not T.O. or I standing, which if if you know anything about James Bond, you would understand because James Bond is not a good guy. And, like, no. yes, we, we kind of, like, hyperized him some. But, oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's not he's not a good guy. James Bond, you shouldn't look up to him in my yeah. opinion.
1: Um but yeah. So today th- the topics for today's episode just facilitated like a really, a darker side to our sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, no, we were, we were poking fun at James Bond, not, uh, not using him as a vessel to poke fun at other things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, and I, I hope we were able to k- communicate that clearly. But <laughs> thank you very much for listening. And if you did enjoy what you heard um, and want to hear more, we have a pretty decently sized backlog at this point. Um, and uh, if you want to keep up with us week to week, I recommend hitting whatever subscribe or follow button their podcast app of choice provides you. Cause we don't really have a consistent specific day we upload on. It tends to go up on Mondays, but um, I try to focus uploads on the weekends between Friday and Monday. It's just, um, you know, week, my weekends fill up with plans. So it's hard to find time to edit a lot of the time. and uh, They end up going up on Mondays, but, um, but yeah, no, like it, there's no there's technically no specific day we upload on so uh for we just focus it on the weekends so again if you want to be able to keep track of us and make sure you know when new episodes are coming up hit whatever follow or subscribe button uh is provided to you by your podcast app of choice and that should i believe send you notifications if my impression of how following and subscribing to things uh is accurate uh, then, yeah, that should work. Yes. I lost track of that last sentence towards
2: the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, so, for recommendations, my brain is so fried. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't eat anything before uh, starting the podcast today, so I'm pretty might oh, so I'm, I'm going to have to go out and get myself once we're finished. But anyway, recommendations. Um, I also didn't have a whole lot of time this weekend. I did manage to make it to the movie theater. Um, so, and based on uh, this week's threat for Brandon, um, you might you might be able to guess what I went and saw. Um, I'm actually recommending, and I was not expecting to be able to do this. I'm actually recommending Black Adam.
0: Okay, I, I've heard it's it's decent. Like I yeah,
1: I I did not have a whole lot of faith in this movie going in, but I was still curious enough to go to the theater to see it, and um, I think it works. It's it's not okay. It's it's not a bad uh, comic book movie or superhero movie. Um, now it's it's not. You know, like the pinnacle of comic book movie making either like this isn't like the most creative most interesting superhero movie i've ever seen it's just really solid
2: yeah Uh, it's it's well put together it's
1: actually fun to watch and pretty enjoyable um black adam himself is an interesting enough character i do wish that um they that the movie wasn't so obvious about the fact that it's trying to sell you on the idea that be- then Black Adam is cool is because he kills people.
0: Uh, like, there's a whole lot of
1: like, uh, you know, like he's not a hero; he kills people. But that's yeah. what his country needs from him. It's like I get it. It would be I would be like, uh, I'm okay with Black Adam killing people because that's the kind of character he is. But, like, to have it repeatedly rammed down my throat that, like, yeah, killing people's what makes him cool. It's like, that's not what makes him cool. It's just an aspect of his character.
0: Yeah. When it came to the marketing and the trailers and stuff, they really pushed in on that. In the movie, do they do that?
1: Yeah. Like, you're, oh, you're okay. going to hear, I'm not a hero, multiple times.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. So, like, yeah, that is unfortunately something that they do in the movie a good bit. It's like, try to sell you on the idea that killing people is what makes black adam cool. Yeah. And for me it's like no, killing people is just the unfortunate reality of like what black adam has to do to keep his country. Yeah, living. yeah. Um I don't think that's something that should be framed as like what makes him cool. It's just what's what's needed of him.
0: Yeah. No, what what's cool is like oh, he's like a a leader of a nation and he's also has like superpowers and stuff.
2: Yeah. He's
1: this godlike being but like he he cares about this like one nation of people and you know stays there to protect them. Like that's his whole thing. Yeah. Um and <clears throat> a lot of the plot does play like a justice society movie featuring Black Adam.
0: Yeah, uh, that's, that's some of the stuff I've heard, yeah. Now,
1: he's he's still clearly the most important character in the movie, but, but um, a good deal of the plot does actually revolve around the Justice Society and their relationships with each other.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. Like, uh,
1: the most, I want to say, the most significant, like, uh, relationship in the movie is probably the friendship between Hawkman and Dr. Fate. Okay. Like, they're kind of like the emotional uh, crux of the movie by the end.
0: Yeah, I got you.
1: Oh, and in terms of fight scenes, man, I'm going to tell you this much. They did Hawkman dirty.
0: From what I heard, yeah, like he, like Black Adam's just kicking his butt a lot. And the way it sounds, I've seen a lot of memes where it's like it shows two people fighting and one is like clearly beating up the other. And Hawkman's the one getting beat up. Black Adam's the one beating up. And then Doctor Fate's on the side, like eating popcorn.
1: <laughs> that okay, yes, that literally happens in the movie. Okay. Doctor Fate like conjures up popcorn to eat while he's watching a fight between the two of them. There there's Wait, just this... a point there's a point where like Hawkman is antagonizing Black Adam into what would be their second fight of the film. And Doctor yeah. Fate is just like, I'm sitting this one out. And he just sits off on the sideline and literally like conjures up popcorn.
0: Oh my gosh! I didn't know. I thought you were joking at first. Okay. No, I'm not
1: kidding at all. He he, like starts to popcorn like while while he's watching them fight.
0: Okay, that's that's great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also, um, I'm I'm gonna say Pierce Brosnan highlighted the movie. wasn't expecting that either. I mean, I know he's a, I know he's a good actor. Yeah, I was yeah. expecting him to be like, yeah, like Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate was like. Surprisingly, what I found to be one of the strongest performances in the movie. Huh. He did a really good job with that character. Um, also I unfortunately cannot remember the actor's name, but the guy who played Hawkman did a really good job too. Okay. I, I really his Hawkman. And like framing Hawkman as like the leader of the Justice Society. I haven't read enough Justice Society comics. Is it is it typical for Hawkman to be their leader?
0: I don't think so. But that's cool if he is in this.
1: Yeah, he, he's definitely the leader of the Justice Society in this, and like, he and Doctor Fate are like the two veterans, while uh Cyclone and Atom Smasher are like the two newcomers. Okay. okay. But yeah, because they, they went with the second Atom Smasher instead of the first one, in this one, like the, like the original Atom Smasher is like his uncle.
0: Okay, so I was thinking about, they they basically did do it, right? I was thinking about initially where it was like, uh, it was like Jay Garrick, the Flash, I think was the leader. And then at one point it was like Alan Scott, Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, when it comes to like the past few decades, it has been Hawkman. So
1: okay, Yeah. yeah so yeah, Hawkman was their leader. Um, Adam Smasher and Cyclone were the two new kids. And then Dr. Fate is the other veteran.
0: Okay, but yeah,
1: but yeah, the um, the the yeah, they definitely built it up for there to be like a clear rivalry between Black Adam and Hawkman for the entire movie, um, and then like you know Hawkman and Doctor Fate are obviously old friends. Um, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's definitely interesting. Um, yeah, and I do. It is one of those things where I was watching the movie and I did notice that like. As Black Adam was, you know, beating on Hawkman for a good chunk of the runtime, <laughs> um, it made me think about the fact that, like, The Rock is really unwilling to take punches in his movies anymore.
0: Yeah, like, like it's been rumored a crap ton that, like, that's in his contract. Of like, well, one in his contract, he can't lose a fight. That's yeah. the biggest rumor. Um, and then another part is like someone can't have more punches than him, like, like taking more punches, like, like him taking more punches than them, basically.
1: Yeah. I know that's definitely like a lot of like fast and furious actors, like contracts for like those movies that like, yeah, if they're going to get punched, they have to be able to, they have to be allowed to punch back an equal number of times in in the scene. It's like that, that is just ridiculous when you're counting punches to make your characters seem, you know, as tough as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Because I, I was watching every fight he had with Hawkman, and it's like, anytime he and Hawkman have a battle, like, Hawkman barely gets to get any, like, hits in on him. Yeah, yeah. And, like, whenever Dr. Fate's involved, it's a lot of, uh, like, multiplying himself and trying to pin Black Adam down rather yeah, than, like, yeah. throwing any actual attacks. But, uh, but yeah, um, other than that, those are just some like general criticisms. Um, the effects look pretty cool. Uh, the movie, in my opinion, did a great job of selling exactly how scary someone that powerful is.
2: Yeah. yeah. Especially
1: early on. There was a really cool slow-mo sequence like, right after Black Adam wakes up for the first time in the movie. Um, that I thought was actually really well done. So yeah, it, it, it reminded me of the X Men Quicksilver scenes.
0: Oh, okay, that's cool.
1: Because it was like showing off like his speed and power compared to like modern military weapons. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was that was a fun scene right off the bat.
0: Um, but
1: yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. Stick around for the mid credit scene. There's no there's no scene all the way at the end, but there is one in the middle. Okay. So if you haven't been spoiled on what that is, stick around for it. Okay. But yeah, Black Adam is my is my recommendation for the week. Um and you know what for everyone out there, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. I wasn't expecting not to like it. So Yeah. But uh but yeah, you know, this one's this one's not one of those ones I'm gonna like Black Adam's not a hill I'm gonna die on as far as defending it.
0: Yeah, but it's also not but it's also Suicide not, Squad.
1: Yeah, it's not suicide squad. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's, this movie is leagues ahead of Suicide Squad. Yeah, in terms of quality, like I would actually sit down and watch Black Adam again. Yeah, I would not do the same thing for Suicide Squad 2016. Oh no, and I still haven't seen The Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, yet. it's 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 one of the. I mean, it's not amazing, but it's one of the best DC. I guess DCEU movies yeah. that have come out in the past few years.
1: Yeah. You can say DCEU. They're technically still trying to do that.
0: Yeah. It's like at this, I know they have their plans and stuff and ultimately they have to have the flash happen so they can reboot or whatever. But it's like, mm-hmm. just, I, I, I <laughs> there's a bunch of money. If, if the money wasn't involved in it, I just be like, let's just throw it in, but Let, okay. let's start from scratch. <laughs> Or at or just point, do just do one shot movies or whatever that yeah, I, I
1: was say at this point scrap that flash movie like you did with Batgirl. Um and like they they do like they have officially announced they do have Henry Cavill back to be Superman again. So like just kind of do what Marvel's doing yeah. with Daredevil right now and just do a soft reboot with the same actors, but it's just a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, not all the same actors, obviously, for obvious reasons, but um, yeah, yeah. But like with at least keeping Henry Cavill as Superman and probably Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, like just yeah. move forward with what we got right now. Get Rob Bat, Bat, and Bat in there as <laughs> as as Batman.
0: Yeah, um, the, the the people to keep keep. Uh, uh, forgot the guy's name, the Shazam guy. Keep him. Oh, Zachary uh, Levi. Yeah, keep him, keep Wonder Woman, keep Superman, like the actors and yeah. actresses that are already there. Uh, Jason
1: Momoa does a decent job as
0: Aquaman. As I say, it does seem I haven't seen the Aquaman movie yet, but it does seem like a lot of people that have seen it do like that and do like him as Aquaman, so keep yeah, I him like as that Aquaman.
1: One. That's a fun movie.
0: Yeah. So um, there there's bits and pieces you can keep. Um uh well based on James Gunn, how he did it, I guess keep uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, I liked her in that did not like her in Suicide Squad 2016 but
2: um, yeah
1: but yeah, like keep keep a, a ton of the actors, because the actors are a huge part of what make the movies work in the first place, at this yeah, point yeah. for the DCEU um, <clears throat> but yeah, like you know, keep keep them, just like kind of start over the, the story is what yeah. sucked yeah, yeah. Just like and when I say start over, I don't mean like do origin stories over again. I just mean like, I don't know, just kind of officially cut off like, yeah, like all that Justice League stuff from before doesn't count anymore. Just yeah. Because at this point, it's uh, it's it's baggage. It's just baggage weighing things down. Yeah. Like as far as I'm concerned, like as as annoying as a lot of existing DCEU fans find this to be, I am okay considering Black Adam a new start.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I, I'm I'd be fine with that. There needs to be a reboot at some or like a reboot or restart point somewhere. And if it's here or the very end of the flash, whatever, have it happen and go on from there. Don't don't drudge this out longer than it needs to be.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, what else is there? Oh, um, I do want to address my movie shelf real quick. Haven't watched anything as I said before. I don't. I didn't have a whole lot of time this weekend. Um, but I did add a new movie to it. Just a second. get up and go get it. Ugh. Oh jeez. I'm starting to get hunger burps. <laughs> you know how like when you when you're hungry and like gas starts building in your stomach and
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um all right, so here's what I got on the movie shelf now. I got Burn the Witch. Um this is an anime from Tite Kubo, the creator of Bleach. Um, looking at the cover, it looks like it's got girls with literally the only two body types he knows how to draw either tall and busty or short and flat. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but yeah, burn the witch, um, looks like it's going to be interesting. It says here it's three episodes long, but I think there's also like an edited movie version of it where like it edits the three episodes together into one long thing.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So,
1: uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to watching this one. Um, and also, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do the thing where I ask you what you think it's about. Um, <laughs> I'll save that for an actual T.O.'s movie yeah, show yeah. segment. Um, assuming I don't watch this until then, because kind of the reason I'm bringing it up now is so that I can say that I logged it in the official movie shelf segment
2: <laughs> before watching it. Yeah, yeah.
1: um, but yeah. Because it's shorter. It's like looking at the back of the box, it's, it's approximately 61 minutes long. So.
0: Oh, okay, that's not bad. Um,
1: yeah. Because, like I said, it's just like three episodes of something edited together into a movie. Um, and Japan, like, hardly ever does more than 20 minutes per episode on anime. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to come out to, like, an hour all said and sudden done. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay for movies to be shorter. Yeah. Even I'm if actually okay like with... the character designs on these characters. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, and that's the thing about like a lot of Tite Kubo's stuff, though, is like his character designs are usually what like draw you to his work. Oh, I, I can tell you this right now: if the Bleach characters didn't look as cool as they did, that series wouldn't last. Wouldn't have lasted as long as it had.
0: Oh, gotcha.
2: Ble-
1: Bleach is. Um... Is all about looking cool and not doing much, <laughs> kind of like Jujutsu Kaisen. Anyway, um, <laughs> I gotta I gotta cut it off there for my for me, um, or I'm going to say things that get a lot more uh, anime fans up in a tizzy. <laughs> But no, like, I watched the first couple episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen and literally said to myself, I've already seen Bleach. Why am I watching this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, anyway, um, so that's StoreBrand Comics for the week. Uh, I have been Tio,
0: And I'm in Brandon.
1: And now we are not, and we will talk to you next week.
0: Take care.